Anna Leon Brophy, are you there? Emily Loisani, I'm here and I'm ready Ooh. for another episode of Still Legit. Good. Are you? Yeah, no, I'm ready. I'm ready and I'm here. You better be, but, mate. But what? But what is it about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, myself. okay. This is good. She's an actor. This is the podcast where we look at pop culture from our youth and we look at the stories we were told growing up, TV, films, books, sure, whatever. And we ask, is it still legit? Is it still legit? And we'll be asking a certain other person that today because we have a guest. It's only bloody Sarah Keyworth. But wait, yeah. who's Sarah Keyworth? <laughs> <laughs> Sarah said that we should audition. Um, we should both do intros for her. And then she This would... makes me sound like a prick. Yes, it oh, does. Oh, yeah, she's that's a... why we're keeping it. She's it such a joke. Prick. It was a joke. So she didn't say it in a joke. Comedian way. and prick, Sarah Keyworth. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I want to be introduced every time. <laughs> Sarah that's... Keyworth. Hello. You you're you're a comedian, you're uh, a podcast host, um, the amazing podcast you'll do. Find it, guys, yep. find it, listen. Go on, Sarah. You already want to introduce your own self, don't you? No, no, I don't. You're doing. If you watch Eight Out of Ten Cats, if you've watched the Now Show, Rose Battle. If you've been on, if you surf Wikipedia, (laughs) winner of Celebrity Coach Trip. That's the real accolade, isn't it? That's the big oh spoilers. (laughs) Uh Oh, do we not know that yet? Oh no, everyone knows it. You know, oh, everyone knows it. Do they? (laughs) Everyone who's anyone. Everyone knows it. Everyone's talking about it. And also, um, Sarah is a wonderful stand-up comedian and her show last year at Edinburgh Fringe was nominated for the Best uh, Newcomer Award, which is fantastic. Was it last and you year? won a Chortle Award as well, didn't you? Year before it was the year last, before last, mate. What are you talking about? Well, okay, well, this year doesn't count as a year, so last yeah, this year... Yeah, isn't, this isn't real, yeah. yeah. 2018. Yeah, that's last year. <laughs> Like, that is last year. That, when we had a real year, that's last year. That's last year. Come on, guys. Quite it's right. Quite right. 2019 plus one. She's not wrong. I love how Emily's going to have a baby this year and she's like, this year doesn't fucking count. <laughs> Nothing's happening. Nothing's Nothing going that happens on. This year counts. Mm. No. No, no, no. When your child's old enough, you'll be like, it was a real non-year, non-event. It's like being born on a leap year. You're just like, mm. you're actually only four years four. old. <laughs> Sorry. <Yeah. laughs> Only this won't reoccur, so it's just you. Just you're not. You're nothing. You're nothing. What happens in 2020 stays in 2020. So, <laughs> and welcome to, to our parenting podcast. And, <laughs> well, actually, we're keeping it young today because Sarah has chosen the topic for still legit today. And Sarah, can you tell can you tell us what you've chosen and why? I mean, it's going to yes. be on the title of the podcast, so people already have an surprise. idea. <laughs> surprise. So we'll do the drum roll again. Uh, I have chosen Recess. Lovely. Disney's Recess. Uh, I didn't realise it was Disney um, because it's so edgy. Mm. Uh, If you're not familiar with Recess, uh, it was a animated series. Well, there were were four series in the end or more? I think, yeah. Four whole series, yeah. Uh, And it's about six friends. TJ Detweiler, Spinelli... Spinelli. Oh, Spinelli is her surname. Spinelli's the surname. Spinelli. Spinelli. Yeah. Spinelli. 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 Ashley Spinelli is her oh, name. Well done. Uh, Gus. <sighs> Little Gus. You've really set yourself up here. <laughs> Gus. <laughs> Gus. 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 Yeah. Gus. Gus. Uh, uh, Vince. Mikey. And 
Gretchen Grunland. Lovely Gretchen. Yeah. Have I missed no. anyone? You've not. Did you say TJ? Yeah, she started with TJ Detweller. TJ Detweller. Started with TJ. You always start with TJ. Yeah, you've got to start with TJ. Um, and these six friends at school, and they just they live for recess. Such a great recess summary. Recess their lives. Which, for anyone in the UK, um, yeah. that is break time, okay? Yeah, it's break, break time. Break time. Play time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a very good Go summary. On. We've Thank never had much. such a succinct and short summary in the... We never will again. the time we've it's, been doing It's this. quite a... It's not a complex TV show. <laughs> no, but I'm so glad we're doing feel, Recess. Yeah. It, they've got like a little microcosm, love this haven't show. they, of a world. They've like a hierarchy system. There's like a king of the playground and there's all these mm-hmm. kind of little factions. Yeah, so there's yeah. recurring characters around the edges in all the factions of the playground. Why did you choose? You have your six core friends, but then there is, it's very much an ensemble cast. Yeah, it very Quite. much is. Yeah. So why mm-hmm. did you choose Recess, please? Uh, I chose Recess uh, because when you uh, told me about the premise of this podcast, it was the first thing I thought of. But that's not to say <laughs> that I just was being lazy. It's the first thing I thought of because it uh, it shaped my childhood. I loved. I think I've watched. Looking back now, turns out I've seen every episode. I think I had. Uh, <laughs> I wanted. Yeah, I wanted to be T.J. Detweller. Uh, but I could never really sport the backward cap. Oh, like he my did. God. Okay, look, I was um, going to... He's so fashionable. Backward cap, green bomber jacket. All very, like, t-shirt. chill, loose-fitting so vibe. Yeah. He's got... Look, I'm not... I was going to say this for later, but I'm too excited, so I'm going to do it now. And, hey, for the listeners, this is a visual, so you'll have to go onto the Instagram or whatever. So just, you know, hold on to your hats. I... Mm, drive that traffic. This is me. This is me. <gasps> I was... Spinelli. Spinelli. <laughs> Do you know what? When I was watching, oh my it, god, I you were. Spinelli is a bit Anna, but I didn't want. I was never going to say it. I looked. What a compliment! I looked it up so many times because I was like, I reject that Spinelli is Italian American. She is clearly like Filipino or East Asian in some mm. way. She's got the eyes, the skin tone. No, 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 no. Her mum was playing away. Because that is not that <laughs> Italian dad's yeah. kid. You can tell when you watch it, there's a look in her eye that's like... <laughs> yeah. You're, you're not the father. When they come in, she, she's too nice, she's too enthusiastic she about the relationship with her husband. Well. I think that's what the show's really yeah. about. Yeah. But mm. yeah, I was I was very spin much... Off. I really connected. It was a spin-off. <laughs> spin-off. So spin-off. Spin-off. father looking for his daughter. <laughs> yeah. But... Running through each school in America. It's <laughs> shaped your childhood you say yeah i think okay so speaking of spinelli i'd say one of the original tomboys this is it i also just related i you yours was tj me it was spinelli Mm. i was like she's everyone loves her even though she's like rough and ready and always Mm -hmm. always quick with the fists and she could cream anyone, say, which, <laughs> which when I've said it out loud, skill. sounds quite yeah. dirty. <laughs> really inspired me. Yeah. <laughs> the envy in Emily Lloyd Saney's eyes. Anyone? Anyone? <laughs> On demand. <laughs> um, so, confession, uh, I didn't watch that much of Recess when I was younger. Oh, Jesus. I don't really remember it. I never, I was more of a sister sister kind of age, I guess. Maybe I'm a bit older. I don't know. Yeah. This isn't about age. This is about lack of effort, Mm. I think. Well, could be. Or, you know, maybe I wasn't allowed. I don't know. 
But you really let I us mean, down, yeah. basically. Who would I? It was be? quite frightening. Who would I be? Uh, hmm. Out of that course, who six. would you not? Who would you? Uh, oh, okay. Not yeah. off the spin-offs. Not. I was thinking maybe a swinger girl. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's just a swinger girl. I quite like swinger girl. She's a swinger girl. Yeah, she's yeah. great. She's not that successful very often, but no, but she tried. All the blood is rushing to her head in every episode. <laughs> yeah. like, woo, woo. She, she's lucky to be alive. Who would you be? That's such course a course six. Mean, I don't know who I would be. Maybe I just don't have a place. Mm. I could see you as maybe like a like a Mikey. Oh. Very sweet, very sensitive, yeah. very talented. Absolutely nothing to him. Oh no, <laughs> I love Mikey. I think Mikey's dead behind the eyes. <laughs> yeah. He's always looking out for everyone's spiritual inner health. Mm. Anna, you know that look of you when you were Spinelli? Did you not? Did you know you looked like Spinelli at the time? I didn't. Because that looks like, a, like, looks like you're in costume as... Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Because you're the stripy T-shirt you can't, as well. Oh, oh, sorry, it is a visual. She's got the pigtails. Show us again. Yeah, I mean, I literally have the exact oh haircut and the also... The same outfit. Face-wise. And um, and this is a student ID, so how old this is you? a student. This was just a student ID that my... This is where my mum worked. And I used to go in there with my fake student ID and use the computers... Oh yeah, really. <laughs> so I was an absolute wow. lad, just like Spinelli. <laughs> <laughs> but that's when I went to college. That's how I looked. So, and I also used to no wear like the short skirt with the big yeah. jacket, and then the stripe, and then yeah. big boots, and the Doc Martins. Yeah. So I mean, I did get called when I went to college. People were like, "Oh, Spinelli," and I no, but they weren't like, "Oh, Spinelli." <laughs> <laughs> oh, you Spinelli, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I guess." I didn't realise you went to college in the Bronx. <laughs> Literally, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I took it as a compliment, definitely. Mm. Tiny pigtails, who you knew? should. That's really teeny, tiny, tiny, like tiny little, little kind of yeah. just floating pointless, above my pointless ears. Pigtails. The the energy and effort you would have put into just forcing your hair into oh, those like, little. There was about a thousand clips at the back of my head, probably. Yeah, because you can't wear pigtails that high. Also, you can see, I don't know really if you can tell, but like that's my attempt to be blonde back in the day. Oh, it looks pink on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my hair's really too dark to go properly blonde without bleaching it a shitload. So I just had that weird orangey brassy colour oh I'm I'm glad that you I let you finish that sentence because you said as you can see and I nearly went you were severely depressed because you look so <laughs> miserable angsty what's happening hey, with you Sarah at least you didn't say it <laughs> yeah, at least I didn't say it what a relief stop myself in the nick of time you're right I am Mixed. <laughs> to tell you the truth. Heritage? I, I, yeah, yeah. Mm, you heard it here yeah. first. I swing wildly from, uh, this is great. I don't have to do anything, uh, to, oh my God, my life is yeah. over. So just really healthy <laughs> highs and lows. Where are you today? Really good stuff. <laughs> uh, I'm, I think I'm on an upswing. Oh, good. Glad to catch you on an so, old one. So I get knocked down, I get back up again. Well, you look great. And that's the important thing. Thank you. Know, you. In the eyes of Thank the world. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to describe my body yeah. for the viewers? <laughs> She's hench. Can you describe me like a like a um, like an old novel written by a man? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go on, Anna. You can do this. Uh, 
wiry frame. <laughs> she was a she was Feeble. a mere slip of a slip of a woman. What you can say? Slip, slip of a girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you've got some amazing volume going on on the hair. I front. do. Yeah. I think it's too See, much. I'm, I'm very envious of that kind of. This is very much uh, woke up. Seriously, didn't rush it, forgot that See, we were doing a Zoom call. I feel like Tan fr- Tan France. It sounds weird when I say his name with my southern accent. Tan, Tan France. France. He would mm. spend probably two hours getting that kind of fantastic volume. What? Yeah. That's a question. You know when it's somebody's name, like Tan France, Tan France, is it how, do you just go with how they say it? Or do you elongate the A's? There was a girl at my school, my primary school, whose name was Haley, but it was spelt H-E-L-A-Y. And I was just like, that's Haley. (laughs) I'm sorry. Hello. Your parents have You've spelled, spelled your name, your name wrong, wrong and it's... Yeah. That's Hele. It's not fair to, to, to let, I think, like, women who have just gone through the trauma of giving birth... No, sorry, Emily. Sorry. Uh, like, hand them a pen and say, spell your child's name. just think it's so cruel. Yeah. My best friend growing up, her sister had a name that her parents hadn't even considered because they, like, left the room and the woman came in and a friend who just come by to give some flowers was like, oh, they're going to call her Olga. <gasps> <gasps> and they were Wait, you don't have to choose right away do you I know, I know they're, very, they're obviously loose. very malleable Olga is such a curveball as it well is. isn't it it's not like a sort of middle of the it's a real statement it is name. yeah in this yeah. country but like Francis the name Francis, Francis? most people say yeah, Francis I know a Francis and he laughs when I call him Francis yeah. And he shouldn't. <laughs> oh, okay. So he shouldn't have. It's not funny. I blame the parents. I blame the parents. Yeah. Emily, I don't know what you're going to call this child, but please do not call Francis. them. No offense. Okay, listeners, if if this is your name and you've had ups and downs with it, but things like Andrea. As soon as I see that name, I'm like, is it Andrea? Is it Andrea? There's always mm. a, a potential but, to mm, get that wrong. It... No, because I worked with someone called Andrea, and now I call everyone Andrea, and they're like, it's Andrea. Imagine how often they have so to say that. So you're asking all parents not to call their kids any names that we could confuse. Not all parents, just ones yeah. that are worth a damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you love your child, if you set love them your free. child. Every now and then, though, yeah. I accidentally call you Anne. I really dislike that. I, me too. I've done it on emails and gone, oh, God, But you're an Anne, that's fine. And Sarah Anne. and Sarah, there's a Sarah without an H, which is... Are you Sarah? Are you Sarah? Yeah. Why didn't you... And there are people yeah. who pronounce it Sarah... What is going on with that? But spell it Sarah. It's just... Yeah. It's just an extra element of stress. God. <laughs> we live in a fucking crazy... You're still on an upswing, Sarah, are you? Still on an upswing, or...? How's that upswing going? <laughs> You caught me mid-trajectory and I'm going back down. We've pulled you back down with that inane yeah. chat. <laughs> I started that. It was all on me. Yeah, right. Tan uh, France doesn't sound I, right. But I also you also don't yeah. want to be the person who's like, oh, I'll have the pasta with chorizo. People who always chorizo. insist on going, oh, when I was in San Sebastian. Yeah. It's like, yeah, just say it in mm. your own accent. But then on the other side of that, so Sarah and I are both from not. Right, we're both from Nottingham, and I would yeah. have people that would call it Merlot. Oh yeah, I see. yeah, yeah. But you can do Merlot in a, in a Nottingham accent. You can can't do Merlot you? in a Nottingham <laughs> accent, but things like that, like cars, they wouldn't say them. I think there's a fine line, isn't there? You got to paella. Just... Yeah, <laughs> I love the paella. Paella. 
Come on, guys. Mm-hmm. Come on, guys. All right. Ballet. You are. <laughs> going to the ballet. Yeah, well, you know I've just had my car cleaned and I didn't know whether to call it a valet or a valet. Oh, I don't know either. Valet, Ooh. I would have it, thought. They said, yeah, do I want to... I... This is just three poor people being like, <laughs> I have a fucking clue. <laughs> 70 quid. <laughs> Did you get it valeted? I got it valeted. Valeted. Do they do it the in bits and the out bits? The in bits and the out bits, yeah. We didn't do a very good job, actually, but, you know, I'm British, so I said thank you so much. Here's a tip. (laughs) I think think if they do a bad job, it's a valet. (laughs) And if they do it well, it's a valet. I've had my car valet. It depends on the quality. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Great. <laughs> Did you say valet to him? <gasps> that's where I've gone wrong. I asked for a valet, yeah. So there you go. It's really on you. All right. All right. She's asked for it. Just a, just a quick job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how I am. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wondering. Deflecting. <laughs> <laughs> What are your thoughts on re-watching the first episode? I thought as somebody who is pitching like script pilots, it was a very good where, uh, example of introducing every single member of the cast yeah. very quickly in a 10-minute ten, ten episode. Plus the extras, plus all the people that are going to yeah, pop yeah. up for everything. It's, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. kids' shows are, are particularly good for that. The episodes are 10 minutes. I watched so many because they were just rolling on. I was like, yeah. And they just, yeah, they just keep going. And um, I was watching it on Disney Plus and you get the two yes. in one. So you don't even realise you've watched two and then suddenly it's oh, well, three was... hours later and you've watched... Because you were sending me the, the series, like the episode number on Disney Plus it was episode 12 but in reality it was actually episode like 24. Yeah yeah I had the same issue I was like what's going on I don't know. <laughs> Such a wormhole here. Anna texts me being like I'm not worried I'm just gonna keep watching. <laughs> gonna keep, <laughs> keep watching. watching but we all watched the first the first ever one. Didn't the we? very so. first one which it was incredible in its uh, ability to set up the premise as well because the premise is that TJ gets banned from going out to recess and you see the, the ill effects that has. Recess yeah. being the be all end all. Mm-hmm. What yeah. interested me was when I was doing a little bit of re- research is that the voice actors, and maybe this is really naive of me, but um, the voice actors are only now like 37, 38. So they were really young. Yeah. Yeah. No. What? Even Gretchen? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry, Gretchen. Even Gretchen, yeah. <laughs> because she has... She sounds haggard. <laughs> but she has that kind of, I could be in Rugrats, I could be in any Nickelodeon like Disney Like Jenny cartoon. Slate or like, you know, all the people who do the uh-huh. voices for Big Mouth. Yeah. They're all big grown-up yeah. people. No, they were all kids. But really... Even Mikey. Mikey recently died. Even me. <gasps> yes. Oh, my He was 35. God. Sarah, do you need a minute? 35. Yeah. What happened? Don't it's tell me. It's not good. You can't no, see on the Zoom call, but Sarah has shriveled. I know. Mikey, of all people, he um he had substance abuse problems. Oh, yeah. no. Not Mikey. TJ, sure. <laughs> Spinelli, even. Sarah can't cope. Oh, gone. God. Uh, I really want to take a screenshot. I'm not laughing at the circumstance. I'm just laughing that this is how we've started talking. We're about five minutes into talking about this. Are you sure you're laughing? Because you look like you're breaking yeah, this down is into because real we tears. really ruined Sarah's upswing. <laughs> this is the trough. Sarah's in the trough. Just literally like, so what did you think of episode one? FYI, Mikey's dead. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Sarah. We're on next week's podcast. <laughs> I'm so sorry to break it to you that way. Oh, God. Tell us some good news about someone, please. Yeah, Um, please. Everyone else seems... Flourishing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, one one of them was... The guy... (laughs) 
<laughs> I know, I'm sorry. Well, actually, here's a, here's a good thing. They're all so good. It's, I feel bad for judging. but I'm Very like, talented bunch. They're so yeah. good. How can they be so young? So hang on. So this came out in 1999. Yeah, 97, I think. 90, sorry, yes, it's series one. That's how, that's so where they start really, the series. So they must have been around like 14. Yeah. 13, 14. I can't do maths. No. Yeah, well, okay, hang on a second. Let's have a look. Oh, um, she's doing a recess. Dude. If you find out anyone else is dead, just keep to no, yourself. No, because I literally looked yeah. at bloody all of them. Um, so the guy who plays Vince, Ricky Deshaun Collins, was born in 1983. <gasps> so he's 30. Oh my God, he's like 10 years older yeah. than me. He's my age, so go fuck <laughs> <me>. <laughs> yeah. So sorry. I'm so, so sorry. Anna, don't book any guests that are younger than me. <laughs> oh, I can't find I know that just makes the pool small. <laughs> 10 years, Kiwa. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And she's got a Wikipedia page. But, like, Sarah's got a Wikipedia page. Can some one of our listeners please hook us up with Wikipedia pages? Why don't we? I mean, yeah, it's not something I can do for myself. That's really sad. Um, did you say Ricky Deshawn? No, Ricky Deshawn Collins. Oh, okay. I I just googled Ricky Deshawn Evans, and it just came up. The, the second link is inmate lookup. Oh no, 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 no. Yes. County sheriff jail. Uh, so um, that's off piece. <laughs> Um, uh, I take it I will happily like, tangent this into some inmate lockup. Maybe we could call him. I'm so impressed though. Like, oh God. he would have been, yeah, like just a teenager. They're all around that age. Yeah. Well, I was 13 then, so he would have been. He would literally have been 14, 15. That's, That's wonderful. That's really yeah. cool. Well yeah, done, everybody good work, involved. Good work. Mm. Oh, they're really good then. Oh, they're good. Yeah. They're good. Talent. A lot of talent on display. Sarah, what was your... Because what this episode did for me is kind of sets everyone's <laughs> status. What are you laughing? You're still laughing? You're laughing? <laughs> really have the giggles now. It's such inappropriate <laughs> laughter. <laughs> Oh, God, I laugh when I'm awkward. I laugh when I'm awkward. What have you been awkward oh. for? Because Mikey yes, does. Yes, out of respect for Mikey is why she's being awkward, Emily. Don't say it. Don't say it. I just really didn't expect this to happen today. <laughs> Sorry, you were like, what's the most pain-free thing we can talk about? Recess, the animated... No, I Recess. bought it straight away. Sorry yeah. about that. Do it soon. Oh, okay, God. Well, just to... Um, just in case this pushes you any further into a rabbit hole, what was your playground status, oh, if any? Such a good question, Emily. Oh, okay. So um, I'd say I was in a, in a bit of a gang, not dissimilar to the main I recess know. bunch. You had, a core, like it, you had a core few. I was not top you of the pecking order. Okay. No, but I was... I was I was well off. Oh, you paid everybody. In terms of friends. <laughs> yeah, in terms of friends. <laughs> yeah. Uh... No, I, I did all right. I did all right. I did all right. So if you had to be school. one of the one of the core gang in your primary mm. school, if I had to be, if what, if was. your gang of friends were like, oh, Sarah was the this recess character in our group, I was probably Gus. Gus? God, you could you know yeah. you could play Gus she in the live action in a live yeah. action version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was very anxious. I'd be Spinelli, and you'd be anxious, little Gus. Yeah, you'd protect well, I'm dead, me from everything. So. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Which is which is why I'm anxious, you know. You've set her off again. And that's why we, we we Anna and I handle things in different ways. Your death made me very uh, concerned for the world, and she decided to just mm. combat it. Yeah, um, and that's it that's what's so gone on. Yeah, cream everyone on demand. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> Title of the show, definitely. 
But did oh, your God. did your playground yeah. have different factions? Mine definitely did. There were definitely did it. You yeah, didn't really. Definitely, yeah. definitely. No, mine didn't. But I was never in a core group of friends. I really floated around. But was it um was it like based out of sort of interests or I don't know um some some interests but not like extracurricular. Like you wouldn't have this sports crew and that sports crew. No. But I kind of just had to be friends with everyone, which is something I'm still mm. working on. Uh, but yeah. There were definitely different factions in kind of like there were there were mean girls, but they weren't like the film mean girls. They were just really. But mean. you're talking primary school because I'm imagining mm. primary school. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, no secondary school. But actually, in primary school there were as well. The the cool really? girl was Sarah Langley, and she really liked me, and we were friends all the way through. And she used to go out with a guy called Danny, and they're married Emily's now. all about naming everyone, full no naming them, Wikipedia yeah. paging them. Yeah. <laughs> But Sarah and Danny... I imagine they had a break at some point. They they must have done. She would have got back out there. Yeah. What about you, Anna? I mean, who did you shag and marry? Yeah, and we're talking about primary school, yeah, because I imagine primary school. Well, actually, school. one of um, one of the guys I went to school with, who was in my brother's year, year below, he's mm-hmm. with the girl that he was with at primary school. I mean, they reconnected, but... Um, right, uh-huh. Yeah, they're together now. What was your primary school playground status, bro? Um, I had, like, a, um, a few core friends pretty much mm-hmm. all the way through. I went to a really nice... Like a little primary school. Yeah, I was imagining my secondary school all the way through my anecdote. Yeah, yeah, because in my secondary school, mm. there was a, a lot more yeah. of that. I think in my primary school, the separation was more boys and girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It was, you know, the boys yeah. would just go and play football and the, and the girls would play tag. I left, a lot of tag. I left and moved to Manchester and then came back. And I felt um, like I had a higher status what? when I came back. You're very interesting. You went to Manchester. I had a story. Yeah, I went to live in Manchester. Why don't I know that? Just for like a weekend? Oh, I was a child of a very complex divorce. Sarah, I can't believe I didn't know that. Um, Me. (laughs) You should have shared that with me. (laughs) I did find that with the episodes, there is a lot of... um, They are teaching you a lot of really good core kind of traits. Mm. Like you said at the start, Sarah, it's not a complex setup, but actually... The stuff that they go into is really, like you say, it is edgier in a cartoon and really like, I see the lesson in this and it's a really Mm. good lesson. Did we all watch Kindergarten Derby? Derby? Yes. Which I was like, oh, you were so close to having a lesson and then you didn't have it. And then at the end I was like, there it is. Oh, Mm -hmm. it's lovely. I mean... I was slightly uncomfortable with the child that was called Tubby. Tubby. Calling him his own self Tubby. Yeah. Yeah. But I am... I thought the overall message was was good. If we, yeah. it, the overall message, I think in kindergarten derby, which okay, just to summarise, um, every year they, they have an annual thing where the older kids will make the toddlers, well, sorry, the kindergartners run, um, race an obstacle course. Okay, so for status, and they and they all choose a a, a child. Yeah. And, um, I had a lot of that was the one I found most uncomfortable in certain parts, especially since they're dressed in a kind of tribal savage. The kids yeah. always are, but that is quite problematic, yeah. isn't it? They're they're portrayed as as a sort of savage. Um, it's interesting though, isn't it? Because I was thinking like that's an interesting choice when you're building the world to instead of making the kindergartners like tiny helpless little babies that are like oh gaga google they're like these feral uncontrollable 
that everyone's actually scared of. Things to be feared. Yeah, Mm. yeah. But then, which is quite fun. Do you think that they did write them like that, and then Rugrats came out around the same time, and they're like, "Oh shit!" I just think it's a quite an interesting dynamic Maybe. choice. I think Rugrats was a bit earlier than that. I'm guessing. I think that um, yeah, you're probably right actually. But in Kindergarten Derby, in particular, the message is really good, and Tubby's message at the end is really good. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, what is he saying? <laughs> I can't. It takes so, so he's long. Like a little, like, what little man? He's a little tubby kid um that no one picked and mikey who is the you know big version of that he's like a big my tall... boyfriend did say why is one of them a 45 year old man <laughs> yeah mm, he just look like yeah. john candy have you emily have you seen any episodes where mikey sings oh, yeah oh so he's he's really softly spoken and lovely but he one of his storylines which i love about this show is that not not they all have sort of like their thing but they're never just that thing so like vince is very sporty but he's also like sensitive and a good friend and has a lot of other stuff going on and mikey because i when i was watching the opening titles again and for the first time in years i was worried that mikey's trope would just be like oh he's he the eats fat something one. and then he yeah. belches doesn't was, he in the opening sequence yeah yeah and I was like, oh, God, I hope that they don't just continually body shame him. And they don't. Like, I think there is an element of that that goes on, which is kind of outdated. But, like, there is also a storyline in other episodes where he has, like, the most amazing, beautiful singing voice but can only sing in a bathroom. Mm-hmm. But when he sings, he it's a different person yes. doing the voice. And uh-huh. he's got, like, a like a man's baritone. Like, because <laughs> he's a 45-year-old man. Yeah. It's so weird, like it's and it's an actual singer. I think that yeah, it is the name yeah. of the guy who does the but it's like John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt, um, but it just literally John it'll go from his Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. Uh, ha- Hammer Schmidt. His name is my name yeah. too. You know? Well, it's now the new uh, jingle for this podcast. So <laughs> please, that's the trailer. <laughs> But yeah, it's oh, okay. they've really all got sweet. these separate... It really is trying to set up these kids as being... Um, did you guys watch the one about the economics of the playground where they're all, they're all trading stickers? Which teaches you so much about economics, yeah, really. But, but mm. TJ gets kind of sucked into this capitalist thing of like, more is more, more is more. I want more. I want all the stickers yeah, yeah, in the yeah. playground. I, I control the whole economy. I control everything. And listener, no spoilers, no spoilers, but he, at one point he's doing very well. He's doing well. very well, but he's lost all his friends. And you're like, mm. wow, this is really not a very TJ-ish um, thing because he's normally like the fun ringleader of everybody. But mm. they, they're not afraid to show them in a bad light or in a completely different light, kind of saying to kids... You can be this and you can be anything at the same time. You don't have to the choose. The episode about the box. Have you seen that? The no, box. Miss Finster draws a box on the playground. It's the new punishment where if you do something wrong, you have to sit in the in the chalk box and, uh, and nobody's allowed to go near you. And uh, TJ has to go in it for 10 minutes and he kind of like loses his mind. Uh, <laughs> and I think it's like a weird message about like solitary confinement and like how it's like cruel and inhumane and he's like it's it's it's, it's kind of amazing that a kid's they show would do that a lot of those things yeah because they did the same thing with introducing gus in the second episode he's the new boy the new mm. kid and because the, the whole kind of microcosm of the of the school ground is the king king bob of the school ground is like 
you're the new kid now. The old new kid gets to have his name back and your name is gone, essentially. Yeah. yeah. But they'll set these things up and like, this is the way it is. And then they show you, oh, this doesn't have to be the way it is. Look, we can just decide, Mm -hmm. like, why does the new kid have to be the new kid? Why can't he just, why can't we just be nice to him and kind to him? Oh, yeah, I suppose the only reason we had prejudice was because people told us to have prejudice and there was no real reason. Yeah, and that's the amazing thing about the kindergarten derby one is because, like, Bob even says, King Bob says, oh, but people did it to us when we were kids. And also one of the excuses is, but we did it last year. Yeah. And that's such a mentality that's still so prevalent today. In the wider world about traditions and, like, how you were taught when... Like, how you were treated when you were a smaller, less powerful being. If you you had a hard time as a woman coming up in comedy and had to do this and that, then why shouldn't this young girl have to deal with that? I dealt with it and I got through it. Uh, Yeah. We're all tubby. We're all tubby. Because of lockdown, to be fair. I mean, I've not been able to stop. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I did find the body shaming because they do... That is the one where they really do call Mikey out for it too as well in his kind of memories mm. of it as well. And it's quite brutal. And we've talked about this before, Anna, in the podcast, is that as a kid watching it, are you going to be like, oh, that's awful, Mikey? Or are you going to be like, that's a funny thing to call somebody of a bigger size? It's, mm. it, yeah, but it's also nice, I think, for... Um, Especially since Tubby I know, like but he's a hero. hero. It's also important for him to feel for if you're an overweight kid for you to feel seen and validated in that way of like yes I'm overweight or I'm bigger than my friends or I'm taller than my friends or I'm this or I'm that but that's okay so is you know it's important for that to still be represented and I still have friends and that's the nice thing about like the whole ensemble cast is that they're all given the kids that have names like Swinger Girl and Hustler Kid, they're all given names about like what they do and what they like and rather than like something about their body, it's never like, ah, brown kid <laughs> yeah, or like yeah, I was fat very kid. Glad or... In the first episode that Guru Kid did not have an Indian accent because they played the music. Yeah, yeah, Guru. And he sat there kind of in his loincloth and I was like, Oh, please, yeah, here we go. Thank, fuck he's American. <laughs> Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a very good good comedy moment as well. Mm. The uh, picture of the butterfly, and then it repeats when the yeah, next kid comes in. Yeah, gives everyone the same advice. Very good. Very good. Um, the teacher who... Um, Finster. Not Miss Finster. Oh, Miss Grokey? Yeah, the form, che- form teacher. What's her name, Miss? Miss Grokey. Grokey, yeah. So Grokey, she's... Yeah. Well, she looks like a light-skinned black woman. But also what I really... Which is nice because it's like all the other authority figures... Are old white people. I th- yeah, I think she's. I think she's Native American. Oh really? Because uh-huh. I watched an episode where it was um, the big can drive, and it's on Thanksgiving, and the episode starts with her giving like a really true to history history lesson about like how uh, white Americans treated Native Americans. Interesting. That's and it's wow. it's so. I want to watch that one? Can you remember what it's called? It's called the Great Can Drive. Oh, it's called the Great Country. Yeah, there you go. and um, and it's like a real brief moment, and I never took it in as a kid, but I was watching it, and I was like, because she's like amazing. She's this really like feminist, like right on, like kind of hippie-ish yeah. teacher. She's got like hairy legs. She's got hairy but, like, legs, I which really... I find really yeah um, radical that they gave a character hair, like a female character, hairy legs. It's such an amazingly diverse show without sort of patting itself on the back the whole time. Yeah. 
Do you think, because watching it now, all of us in our 30s, mid 30s, no, all, tiny... all of us, all of us, no, all of us are, all of us, Anna, us in our, Anna, shut up, coming up to 40 yeah. now, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but watching it with adult eyes, the messages are so clear and the diversity of character is so clear. Do you think that any of that went in as kids? Because it's very entertaining mm. and I don't think that on the surface I'd have been like, oh, how clever, yeah. obviously. I think, but do you think it I went I think in? that's the important thing, though. Because we're all very nice people. Yeah, we've all turned out like absolute legends, so must have oh, worked. We're I didn't great, watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I do think that it's useful on so many levels because if you are whatever, you know, Spinelli is quote-unquote Italian. She's not, she's East Asian. Um, Vince... <laughs> The Gretchen, actually, who's like mm. a very quintessentially nerdy character that you would think, oh, she's bullied or she would be lower in the pecking order than someone like a TJ. I mean, to be fair to her, she carries around bottles of acid, so you won't fuck with her, really. No, that's no. true. That is true. <laughs> but all of those things, but yeah, it's just so that, A, you might be able to see yourself in those characters. C, they're, they're also really good teaching opportunities. Hey. Anna, where's B? She went A to C. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was going to say C that there are, but you're right. B and then two. <laughs> <laughs> Just the fact that C was really good teaching opportunities as well. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I think you need one. <laughs> Thank you for taking that teaching opportunity. <laughs> but yes, if you're watching it with your kids, or you can go, C, you're the new kid. Or, you know, the new mm. kid that has just started? Look how scared Gus is. Wouldn't it be nice yeah. if you maybe invited him over? There's all those opportunities. Capitalism. Watch this. Yeah. <laughs> See? Mummy's mm. been trying to explain capitalism for so long. There's just all... <laughs> or even, like, pausing it and going, like, oh, let's have a conversation about why you think yeah. solitary confinement is bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the prison system is unjust. <laughs> it is a really... Because, I mean, there's there's a, a bit in... We watched one... Did you watch Weekend at Muriel's? Yes. So where Spinelli spends time with Mrs. Finster out of school. Who's a big, scary and old lady with a, you know, very kind of trunch bully vibe around about mm, her. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but there was one line in that, which... I mean, this, the whole episode is great. But one line when she said... "What?" Um, I think she wanted to watch TV and Miss Finster wanted to do something. She said, but it's Saturday. I watch cartoons. And that just took me straight back to the 90s where that is what we did on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, you woke up We watched morning. cartoons. Sat down. Watched Live and Kicking or, you know, whatever uh, was on. And we, we just watched TV. There was no YouTube. <laughs> no YouTube. Sarah, I don't know if you remember this time, but there was no YouTube. <laughs> and then you you knew exactly what? the time you'd have to switch to Channel 4 yeah. or, you know, BBC. And, um, yeah, that took me straight back to the 90s and I loved it. So it's just such a simple But that line. episode... Nothing to do with the episode or the message, but it's very... No, but the episode is showing that teachers are human too, teachers make mistakes, you know, teachers have more than one layer of... The whole thing just feels so built around, let's all respect everyone mm. and be super loyal to our friends and be really, you know, it's... Except Randall, because he's a fucking snitch. Randall's such a snitch. 
Yeah. Yeah, but also the depiction of Randall is quite scary sometimes. There's like, like he's like quite Igorish. He's on someone. He's very Igor. There's a bit mm. where she, you know how she gives him a biscuit when he snitches. Oh yeah. He pants like a dog, and it felt quite. I don't know. It just felt quite creepy and a strange. Yes, the choice. question we should really be asking is what's happened to Randall that made him yeah. turn oh. against his own people. That's a Netflix documentary, isn't it? <laughs> What happened to Randall? Uh, there's another thing in Weekend at Mirrors as well, where I think someone's talking about how embarrassing something is, and they say, oh, no, it could be more embarrassing for you. Remember when you called Mrs... Croaking um, Mama. Croaking yeah. Mama. I have to ask, we've all... Did everyone call their teacher? I always used yeah. to call mm-hmm. teacher Mom. Yeah. And there always. is... There's a specific... There's actually an episode where she calls Miss Croaking Mama and she's, like, exiled. Oh, my God. So it actually happened. Yeah, and nobody... Like, everyone's taking the piss out of her. And then the way that TJ and the other friends help is TJ stands up in the lesson. Cause she says, oh, like, is anyone understanding the lesson? And he's like, I understand you, mama. <laughs> and then the others stand up and they go. And then, like, Gretchen's like, coming in loud and clear, mama. <laughs> <laughs> and then they all, all, every kid in the class is like, mama. They all start sort of, there's a lot of that in it yeah. where they'll they'll do that kind of, power in numbers like oh we're getting mm. in trouble for saying yeah. this word that doesn't mean anything well power in numbers if every single kid says that then they can't put us yeah. all in detention so i mean there's and look at this generation there's something about yeah. calling yeah. out yeah and there's something about calling out like well that's a, a meaningless rule like like you say with but we always did it or it it happened to us this is a meaningless antiquated thing are just a it's just a tool of oppression man yeah so let's let's call it out for what it is like why are we mm. shaming her for calling you mum and it's such a good way of dealing with bullying isn't it like those really yeah. cool kids who could diffuse those situations at school would always be because they're like oh oh my god huh, he, huh, he just fired huh, he just, oh my god yeah. and then there'd be one kid be like everyone farts man yeah. and it just diffuses it but so when it, during that episode somebody has drawn a picture of Spinelli on Miss Grogie's lap and then a speech bubble saying mama and she's like crying and then Miss Grogie walks in and she's like hmm this drawing would uh this kind of satire would be best used to attack like higher oppressors basically like she she literally wow. says that like she's Punch like up, yeah maybe. she's like I don't know why you have to attack each other like everybody should be nice to each other she literally gives them a speech and that's what she said and then she goes is anyone understanding this and then TJ's did you did you watch that recently yeah okay cool but do do any of these things that you rewatched? did they resonate with you like oh yeah I remember this I took this in I don't know I don't know if I ever took that kind of in explicitly I remember like every episode I've watched I'm like oh I know what happens next which is so Mm. sad no so on a level on a level it went and now I'm watching it and I'm like oh my god I need to watch that I need to watch the I need to watch the one with the Old Rusty is one of the ones I need to watch. But I just, I think it's a very special show, despite some problems. Now, can we talk about the problems? Because what's happened is uh, I'm starting to feel like, I mean, you can feel the love for the show through us. Mm. And I'm constantly impressed by things we found out only today. But what are the biggest problems? Any problems that kind of shine out and go, oh, ah, you were so close, but ouch. Um... Watching it back, I kind of wish that Vince didn't have to be like 
the black kid that was also into basketball. Like they could have given him more. That that's a bit of a trope where the others are all like sort of hitting back against stereotypes. His is a trope. Yeah, especially uh, with it being an American program as well. Mm. Where... It's almost yeah. It would have been interesting to have Gretchen, for example, who is also I think quite tropey in that very kind of yeah, like science. geeky looking with the Nerdy big glasses girl, and yeah. the sticking out teeth and Buck yeah. Teeth, but I'm yeah. a science nerd. Um, yeah, there, there are a few. I mean, I think the same thing about TJ where I'm like, well, obviously the ringleader is like a sort of Michael J. Fox backwards cap, you know, fly yeah. by the seat of your pants, white kid. Um, the the everyman, in quotes, um, mm-hmm. who everyone's like, yeah, this is the guy we look up to, even though we're a ragtag bunch. And I noticed that um, the Ashleys, there is, I, I think I think one of the Ashleys is black. But she doesn't speak very much. So there's this little gaggle of, there's, yeah, like there's three or four. Four yeah, Ashleys, yeah. Uh, who are like mean girls, basically, aren't they? Fashion yeah. obsessed. And then they discover one episode that Spinelli's first name is Ashley. And then they, like, they sort of think, oh, shit, she's got to be in the Ashleys. Yeah. and But I also think even having them is slightly edgy on the on the terms of like, we are, we're going like, and then there's the cool girls who are really stupid mm. and beautiful. Are you one of these beautiful, yes. stupid girls? I'm quite vapid, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But they do have a nice clubhouse, so. <laughs> yeah, swings and roundabouts. So it's working for yeah. them. Yeah. But, oh, Anna, is there anything that stuck out for you? I, th- I think it was the same thing, yeah. It would have been nice to have had, I mean, like I say, I in my mind still, Spinelli is a minority but Mm -hmm. in the world of the show everyone is basically white apart from vince and like you say vince is like this cool basketball playing very sporty guy which is often what young black guys are taught to aspire to anyway because you'll get a scholarship and then you'll yeah but yeah exactly like if gus was black for example that would have been interesting because if you Mm -hmm. weren't a shining beacon of athleticism as a young black man, it might have been nice to see another representation of that yeah. for you. And so this is this is late 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've already said, though, haven't we, for what it doesn't represent, what it does is actually still quite surprising in mm-hmm. terms of the characters with the teacher with the hairy legs and the, the choice to represent the kindergarteners, the, the kindergarten Das kindergarteners. Das kindergarteners. I, then, I think that's the, one think of... It's bloody when they dig through to China in the very first episode. Oh my God, yeah. No, that wasn't, that wasn't ideal. <laughs> but then it's because it's yeah. like they're in China plus the kindergartner thing. So they're like little feral Chinese kids kind of... Yeah. It's yeah. And they say let's eat. But them, that's a callback. It only works because it calls back. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, fuck, you said it earlier, guys. Otherwise, that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a big red cross. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I do think the um, the sort of the tribal nature of the of the kindergartners being very savage and yeah. um, untrained is is quite problematic. I don't think that you would put that in a yeah. show now. Like the yeah likening uh like indigenous people to toddlers yeah exactly exactly it's saying like those people who are in tribes are not yet developed to their full humanity you know that feels like a very victorian viewpoint like once they've realized what being a proper human is they'll they'll put proper clothes on and take that silly paint off their face yeah Mm -hmm. 
which is it is a problem. It's a it's a big that's a it's a medium sized problem. The biggest like. blip, I'd say, yeah. And as someone who's pitching sitcoms or pilots at the moment, you said Sarah, that's probably wiped quite a lot of your characters off the board now. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Rewatching that and realizing that's not okay. <laughs> Gonna have to rethink ninety percent of my script. <laughs> Oh. Savage babies, back to the drawing board. <laughs> Is that what it was called? Yeah, Savage Babies. It's going to be a whole franchise. Which sounds like a great band, actually, Savage, Savage Babies. Babies. Yes. That's the S Club version yeah. of Savage Garden. Yeah. Hey, we're Savage Babies. <laughs> I want to stand with you. The <laughs> Savage Garden. <laughs> but just in nappies. When my baby has... Um, her first fancy dress party. And I'm like, she's one of the kindergartners from recess. Oh, wow. <laughs> What's everyone's problem? <laughs> Why is I mad? <laughs> What's wrong? It's not a real spin. It's, it's also particularly... <laughs> it's also particularly pertinent we should remember that it's an american program so it's just a bit more of a fuck you to be like because of the overtones of native american yeah indigenous peoples of like ha thank god we all came along and sorted this lot out yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah that is very much like in this world the uh yeah oh god yeah sarah was that too much oh god yeah didn't like that tell me about mikey being dead again (laughs) (laughs) I'm so. Oh, poor Mikey. I would love to see what they look like. I know that's crap for a podcast, but because they were cast so young and they're very good, I would love to see if they look like any of their characters. I'm going to see if I can Mm. find Ricky. Yeah, I mean, it is terrible for a podcast. Yeah, let's be chill if they're ugly, though, guys. Yeah, there's no shaming. It's no big deal. I did want to be sure, though, that I was like, let me just check that Vince is actually black, because you know how it how it do be sometimes. Mm. Oh, he's absolutely adorable. But he's he's lovely. He's got a lovely, lovely little face. He actually, the first photo that comes up is of him as a kid, and he has a high top like Vince. But is he black? He's black. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's good. Oh, that's Ricky. Yeah. Honestly, there are these things where you're like, well, if Recess could do it could yeah. get that right and yeah. have a black kid playing a black character 20 years ago yeah why is big mouth still not able to figure that out yeah. you know it's just stuff like yes because there's so many things and the penny's not dropping we've been willing to give smaller passes to because of when they were filmed or when they were made and how different thinking is now and and what's what's progressed but then you look at people who didn't get it that wrong way back then and how wrong people have got it recently it's like okay they got it right then so why is little britain why is it's i mean it's 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 crazy that we're still at a point where you can get like three seasons into a show and then somebody will awkwardly be like i have realized that despite really having a lovely time doing this very fun high paid job that <laughs> after season three so that you all know who I am I'm gonna step yeah, back yeah my favourite definitely was the Cleveland one where he's like guys black people should be playing black characters 20 years yeah. 20 years I, had, I had a great 20 years decades nobody watches yeah. Family Guy anymore so I'm just gonna I'm gonna back out now <laughs> just yeah. fuck off yeah. <clears throat> are oh, there dear. any because when I was reading the Wikipedia thing um, the Wikipedia on Sarah Keyworth or on Recess and the, I always have Sarah's one open just in case there's an update yeah sure mm-hmm. um, just to see who's voicing me 
<laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Emily but, Lloyd saying it. Yeah, yeah, it's always day. a person of colour for her. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get me cancelled. This show is going to get me cancelled. She's so stressed out. I've got to take a Sorry, that's, that was screenshotted. He's so anxious. Oh, God. But I was wondering, because there's, um, I didn't see it on any of the episodes that I watched last night, but there's talk of Spinelli and TJ kind of having a thing for each other. And oh. I was wondering, do you, Sarah, as the resident expert, have, I didn't see anything where there was any kind of romantic mm. No, they're just there stuff. for each other. Yeah. I think now that you've said it, I think there is maybe an episode where they do that kind of kid thing of like, almost like you do in primary school, you're like, oh, I'm going to marry you. I don't know if it's quite that explicit, but I think there is almost that, that like, oh, maybe you should be my girlfriend kind of episode. Right. Okay. Um, and it's, and I think the end of the episode is them being like, oh, we're definitely just kind of like bros. Like mm-hmm. we're best friends. Why are we doing this? Yeah. So, did you we did you say resident expert because you were asking me whether I think Spinelli is gay? Oh no, I meant the recess expert. <laughs> oh uh, right, okay. I wish you what? But while we're on the subject, would you smash Spinelli? <laughs> <laughs> Can you rate Spinelli out of ten, please? Um, yeah, she's a seven. Um, Whoa, I think she's oh, a definite Anna, eight. Is this because you know you look like Spinelli and you're actually just flirting with Sarah <laughs> in my prime? Sarah might have gone, might have gone for it. Seven. Oh. No, not you, as Spinelli. Obviously, the, the OG Spinelli. Oh. Seven. I don't know if that's a compliment or absolutely. Oh, no, you're, not you. you're you're higher. You're higher in, in the. Yes. I'm, I'm not comfortable with coming onto this podcast and then just rating you all out. <laughs> okay, but higher than Emily's. Well, I don't saying. even get a rating because I'm dead. So <laughs> stop it. <laughs> stop it. I'm dead. I'm male. I'm everything so Sarah no longer looks for in a partner. <laughs> Why did you say no longer? Like I used to look for dead people. <laughs> dead men! What? Hang on. Your Wikipedia page needs updates. <laughs> That's sitting, down with my, sitting down with my mum and dad like, mum and dad, I'm, I'm gay. And also I want to... People who are alive from now on. <laughs> that I think. No more corpses. A conservative family would be a really lovely. Like that would that would do some work for that would do some work for you. Be good to know, oh, wouldn't it? Good to, yeah. It would really take the edge off the gay thing, wouldn't it? So be like, oh God, that is a, that's a real relief. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, good. Because <laughs> we were going to have to talk to you about the necrophilia. <laughs> Opens another door closes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so <laughs> any burning themes um, on our mind that we need to oh, talk God. about before? I'm so I can't believe we, we've done drug addiction and now we're on necrophilia. <laughs> I'm so upset. It's a um, top quality uh, episode. I it's think pretty highbrow. Yeah. Ticks mm-hmm. a lot of the boxes that I think our listeners are coming to us for. <laughs> if my career makes it through this episode, I will genuinely feel invincible. <laughs> <laughs> you can finally put that anxiety to rest. <laughs> Nothing to worry about. Anna, oh, shall I ask the question? I think so. Unless there's anything else, Sarah, that you want to bring up slash, you know, put your foot in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do. Uh, I think that maybe Spinelli was was a hint of a queer character. But then again, she's nine, so... 
Well, I think it's interesting that you say that they, the, the episode, I haven't seen it, but they're like, oh, I guess we're so close because that happens, doesn't it? Like, mm. we're so close, so we should get together because that's how boys and girls are meant to interact. Yeah. And then to make the realisation that it's like, oh, that doesn't have to be the way that we yeah. interact. I think they, they even go as far as, like, them feeling slightly obliged to, like, kiss each other and then maybe they do and, like, there's that thing where they both just at the same time are like, Bleh! like, throw up because they're nine. That was a mop. because we're really yeah that's a callback um but that's really what we are sold as kids yeah like imitate this sort of behavior that you see that that's what the whole recess world is doing you know he's a king and he's you know these guys are heavies and these (laughs) guys selling winger dingers out of his yeah out of his jacket and randall's the snitch and what have you so and i watched one of the episodes which was Everyone being like, this is what I'm going to be when I grow up. And then Spinelli having a meltdown because she's like, can't we just play? And they're like, no, you have to make the decision right yeah. now. And we're, we're kind of all being taught, these are the things you have to do right now, you know. Mm. Try this out. Try this on for size. And if it doesn't fit, just go with it anyway because that's mm. what you're meant to do. I think <clears throat> so it's nice that they call it out. Now, the way you've just said that made me realise how many parallels to like prison tropes are in this show as well. Like the sound effect, the soundtrack is like the Great Escape. Yeah, Yeah. and like the guy selling stuff out of his coat, and the fact that there is like the the king or like the top dog, and like the the digger twins trying to like dig their way out, and um, I just watched Sixty Days In, and that is has anyone seen Sixty Days In? It's an what is awful it? documentary on Netflix about... <laughs> oh, wow. Sarah, you should watch it. <laughs> As in, like, made awfully or, like... Made just... awfully because it's in that American style where every oh, yeah, five minutes yes. something happens and then it's a recap mm. of everything that just happened and then it's a break and then it's... Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. But it's um, six everyday people are put into a prison, a federal state prison, for 60 days... And the guards, the prisoners don't know that they are not real prisoners. The guards don't know. There's only three people that work in the prison that know that they are, every, you know, they're in an experiment. And they have a, a crew filming a documentary who can monitor them and they interview real prisoners. And so them. it's like a recreation of that prison experiment, the famous sort of prison yes. experiment. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's to get info on from the inside. But their cover oh. story is some of them are really weak and some of them are some of them get pulled out because they're in such dangerous situations. So it's a real so, prison? It's Oh, it's real. It's abs- it's documentary. Sounds it's real. incredibly immoral. It's so risky and Cause insane. Because the, so. the experiment you're talking about is um where they put... Like, I don't know how many people, it's like 40 people and 20 of them are prisoners and 20 of them are guards. And what uh-huh. happens is naturally the the guys with the power start to get really cruel. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. very different, actually. But they all agreed to it and went into it, whereas it's what you're talking about on sounds... human behaviour, not getting people killed yeah, in a prison. Yeah, that sounds yeah. really well, inhumane. I mean, they, they have code words, if they ever feel unsafe, they can say certain words and the crew will put them out or put them in solitary for something and um yeah that, it's, i see to me that how can that be safe because if someone is shanking you you can't be like time out one of them does get punched in the head <gasps> yeah what the fuck is this right yeah, yeah so it's... i guess recess isn't like an exact replica <laughs> <laughs> but like with randall the snitch as well yeah <laughs> stool pigeon yeah randall the snitch and i'm trying to think of like other but they're all yeah. they all kind of like 
this this thing of like the 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 time outside is the precious time the yeah. freedom Ooh. yeah the freedom yeah. because well, i suppose it's an institution it's it's um what do we do in that break from being institutionalized mm-hmm. and that's its similarity that's, that is yeah that how's is that for true. a last point bitches yes. but does it trivialize those issues um oh well i think a lot of it sorry. is really um <laughs> so sorry <laughs> It's trying to say that it is okay because it's like a little mini world. Yeah. And they've all got their roles to play in everyone. And it's celebrating the people, the six friends, who don't feel constrained mm. by the rigid the rigidity of rules and want to be free and talk to the new guy or why can't we say this or, you know, just push against a little bit and just the fact that they're also different but they have this friendship group as well is it's nice to see it's like you don't have to be the exact same as people to be friends with them yeah no, and i like what you said that the thing that we go oh that's your thing is not necessarily there that is not what their friends love them for mm. you you don't think of them just in those they all have their own kind of places to go so that's nice it's not what they love them for and it's also not what because a lot of friendship groups you know and that are depicted as well for example look at the in-betweeners right the whole thing is like oh that one's an idiot and that one's Uh a liar and that and you're always pointing out and going like your friends are the ones who are constantly pointing at you going yeah you massive nerd we love you anyway but you're a massive nerd (laughs) friends never call them out for what that that we see their thing as yeah especially if you look at the kindergarten derby that they would never call mikey fat yeah no never be like oh yeah he's our bigger friend or or whatever that's they've always got each other's back my favorite moment of i like i laughed out loud uh, um <laughs> where when spinelli went to uh finsters for the weekend and they're doing the hula ladies which yeah. is bizarre god and then they all look up through the window and then they go down and they're like let's agree to never speak of this again <laughs> i know it's just so weird. Oh, um, God. And that line, uh, I- I'm a hula hula baby in a hula hula navy, stayed with me. So like, cool. I sing it every so often and have done for many years. Really? I yeah. love that. And I didn't know where I got it from. And then I watched that the other night. I and should I was have like, introduced you as comedian hula hula baby in the <laughs> hula hula navy. navy. But just as a fi- very final point, sorry, Em, but um, sorry, Em, sorry, sorry to me because she knows oh, I'm no, the time Mama, <laughs> Mama, Mama. <laughs> but that is an interesting episode, um, A Weekend at Muriel's, because what happens is Spinelli's really bored and not enjoying her time with Miss Finster, who's dragging her to the podiatrist and this and that and the other. But although she keeps doing really unexpected things like lifting weights and like fun stuff like that, mm. you, that you'd be like, oh, my old teacher who lifts weights. Anyway, she calls TJ secretly and says, I can't cope. I knew she was mean, but I didn't know she was so boring. And Miss Finster overhears it. Mm. And the way that they choose to resolve that, which in a Nickelodeon thing, I would imagine, or like if you said, if you stopped it there and said, what happens next? There would have been an apology from Spinelli. Yes. But actually, Mrs. Finster, Miss Finster goes away and is like, have I become boring? And then she's like, I'm going to be fun. I'm mm. going to do something fun. She doesn't turn it around and blame Spinelli. She doesn't, you know, the kid doesn't have to like do the moral thing. Yeah. The adult learned something. 
Don't the be adult boring. rediscovers her youth, yeah. yeah. Let's have and some was, fun. The one thing I was sad about is when they come back to school and they talk about all the fun things that they did that Sunday, I was like, oh, I wanted to see some of that. Yeah. I wanted to see them like falling in love a bit and having a lovely Sunday. But we've only got 10 minutes, so we can't. Sorry, mm. babes. Do you just get the hula hula baby? So I'm going to ask, Sarah, is recess still legit? I think so. If you took out the very problematic kindergarten. <laughs> the whole tribe of savage children. I do not endorse the savage children, but Apart I do think... from if you get commissioned to make your sitcom Savage, savage Babies. Babies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Which I'm pitching Absolutely. now if anybody's listening and they want to get in touch. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Emily, I would love want, to see that. Emily, if you want your baby to play the main character. I do. <gasps> I'll say I want her to be called Tubby. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's in your power. <laughs> yeah. Emily, what do you think? Still I legit? I think, honestly, it's one of the most legit things we've had on the podcast. And that really oh, surprised really? me about it. I wasn't expecting it. And I'm definitely going to watch more. I really liked it. Great. Yeah. I agree. I also think, yes, Savage Babies is problematic. But overall, <laughs> I think this mm. would be a really good thing for us to sit down and watch... With your little mini egg oh, at mini some point. Egg, yeah. Mini egg, yeah. And do the thing, we'll pause her and talk her through the economics yeah. of recess. Yeah. <laughs> Get her in the yeah. capitalist frame of mind early on. Absolutely. Please, yeah. Someone's got to make some money around thank here. Thank you, thank you so much for joining us. Put that baby to work. <laughs> no, Sarah, it's been such a. Thanks for bringing recess in as well, because it has been a joy yeah. to Thanks for having me. I said it to Emily. I said, oh, can I do recess? And she went, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you said, then the next thing I had was an email with all of the things that we could do. No, recess said, and one that oh, wasn't on there. And I was like, please, can I do recess? <laughs> she said, send me a list because all I can think of is recess. And then I sent oh, her right. the longest list. That's how it went, Sarah. And you were like, yeah. <laughs> and I went, I still want recess. <laughs> but, um, now, are you in the peak or in the trough? I'm in a peak. If you'd like to listen to Sarah in more of her peaks, then you have to listen to her and Catherine Bohart's podcast, which is called You'll Do, and it's on BBC Sounds. And when live comedy is allowed back, Sarah will be there. Yeah, I will. She's on the telly as well. She's got Wikipedia. Don't worry about it, guys. You can see Sarah. I got so amazed by Emily's uh, radio voice just then. Did you like it? It's really good. It's very professional. Thank you. Mm. I can only do it when I'm like interviewing or introducing people. <laughs> you can't. You can't do it like now. You can no, say like can, only if I'm like catch Sarah on. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Thanks for you joining us. You say someone's got to make some money around here in that voice. <laughs> Somebody's got to make some money around here. Very Your good. Your house may be at risk if you do not keep up repentance. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So what are we going to do next week, Anna Brophy? Well, Emily Lloyd Saney, I can honestly not tell you. And the reason is because even though you and I are talking to each other right now, Mm. probably right now in real life, you have just had a baby. Yes. Yeah. So past Anna and Emily, a.k.a. us, us right now present past tense yeah are recording this outro for future anna to edit into a show (laughs) what show we don't know 
So we don't know what's next week. Anna's got some upper sleeve that she's going to put out. And if you hear that happen, it's because I have or I am birthed or birthing. Yeah. All staring at a wall, crying, going, what have I done? I just wanted another holiday. You'll just have to tune in next week to see if it's going to be an hour long segment of a baby monitor. (laughs) It may or may not be. We haven't decided yet. Still legit. (laughs) What will happen if Anna's left alone to her own devices? Well, hang on. Is the baby monitor on you? <laughs> no. <That's... laughs> yeah, no. You, yeah, why, why would you do that? That's oh, not... no, I definitely don't have one set up. That's not what I'm suggesting at all. <laughs> so if anybody wants the password for the camera that I've set up in Emily's house... You're such a freak. <laughs> email us at isitstilllegit at gmail.com. Imagine imagine you just can saying get, drop me a line uh anyone positive affirmations you can send my way at uh, still legit podcast on the socials or at egg comedy yeah and um please do like and subscribe we really appreciate it and also we love hearing from you guys so if you want to drop us a line a voice note of encouragement Anna's going to be really lonely you need to get in touch <laughs> what are you talking about mate i've i've got loads of friends <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, and on that note, we will be back next week, but who knows what form. It's a mystery episode. I'll probably be hanging out with my friends. See you later, guys. Bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs)